0: Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news,
1: tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with
0: your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 135 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson.
1: And this is Mark Vila, and today, we are here to talk about identifying your ideal customer.
0: Yeah, and before, before we get into that, I think that okay. because, I couldn't help it. I, I've been looking at videos of me rubbing my hands over and okay. over again in the podcast. Yep. Tried really hard to <laughs> avoid it. <right laughs> um, so, uh, before we get started, I wanted to remind everybody of a few things about the Customer Apparel Startups podcast, uh, Cold Essie and Coleman and Company. Is, um, is Mark and I both, both work for uh, Coldessi, And if you're not familiar with us, you can go to koldesi.com and look us up. Uh, what we do is um, we help customers with a variety of custom apparel and promotional products equipment. So we sell UV printers and commercial embroidery machines, direct to garment printers. Um, we're the number one OKI dealer for white toner printers in the world. Um, we just picked up MUTO as a UV printer product line. Um, really whenever you are thinking of customizing something, we sell the equipment that does that. Yeah. And, and we uh, have
1: all the supplies as well. And, and that's why I was going to say, Mark, yeah. why
0: don't you talk about Coleman and company for yeah. a
1: second? Uh, including, I'm just going to, I'm out, I, today, today's podcast is brought to you live outdoors in Tampa, Florida area, and, um, it's hot and humid. So I've decided to do it outdoors, but I also have. A white, a brow wipe every once in a while. <laughs> okay. So if you're visually watching this, you will get to see a brow wipe. Um. So anyway, the uh, yeah, Cole, Coleman and Company is our supply line, and we carry all the supplies that go along with that. So if you have something like a UV printer, we would carry the ink for it. But in addition to that, we've got um, a, a whole plethora of supplies that are just kind of general to the apparel decorating industry, uh, including blank apparel and. Uh, blank accessories like lunch boxes and backpacks and t-shirts and we've got uh, triton heat transfer vinyl which is a really premium uh, quality uh, heat transfer vinyl which we actually have um, new colors that just uploaded this day Uh, okay and this this mid-august we had new colors just added to the line and we have another set of new colors that'll be added in september so it's very exciting um and if you're listening to this sometime in the future, there's probably new colors coming out really soon again.
0: <laughs> it's true. It happens all the time. And <laughs> uh, don't forget it's embroidery supplies and rhinestones mm-hmm. and, and just anything that you would need. There's a lot, there's a lot and it's an ever
1: expanding uh, store. Yeah. The stores never shrunk in the number of items we offer. So we're always offering more things. Our customers ask us for things. Um, sometimes they ask us for things we've never heard of. Uh, one time, a woman was asking for a, a thread lubricating device, which which I was mind blown. Uh, mind blown. I was like, "Why would yeah. you ever need to lubricate thread?" But they have these little devices that you put oil on, and it helps when you're using like sticky adhesive type of backings. So,
0: okay.
1: Michael, who uh, uh, runs kind of the back end of things in regards to ha- getting our getting our supplies, uh, he found those and he found got all the information. Sourced them, you know, got got them custom made for us and everything, and then now we have that product online, and it's because just somebody needed it, and then we realized every month other people needed it too. So nice. uh, that's the story of 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 what we try to do for everyone. So how about that customer, Mark? Identifying Not what your customer. ideal customer? Yeah. Okay, so
0: uh, when we talk about ideal customer, really the the way it starts is, and in, in, in marketing speak, that's called an avatar. Um. But the mm-hmm. but the you choose an ideal customer or you describe an ideal customer, which is kind of what this is all about in its, in its simplest sense, just so you know who you're talking to. And that's not just who you're talking to in your, um, in your emails, but it's in, it's in your marketing, it's in your mm-hmm. business plan, it's in your website, it's, it's everywhere you look. So your ideal customer is kind of, you know, you're, you're describing who that person is. And Mark, I know you had a uh, conversation with uh, a friend of yours about
1: yeah. just that. and um, and I, I wanted to bring up one point before that is um, many <clears throat> many folks have heard about um, like uh, the the term like demographic, yeah, right. I there mean, you that's in, it's, cla- it's in you know, marketing. Who's your demographic? And things like that? Like who's your demographic? Everyone's kind of heard of what that term is. What we're talking about today is much more specific than that we're not talking about a range we're talking about like the ideal so we'll get more into that but i want to kind of start that leads into this story a little mm-hmm. bit so i was talking to a friend of mine and he does some sub fitness training and he's been looking to grow his business and he said um you know marketing stuff you know that's usually how a conversation starts you know marketing stuff um and he asked and he asked me if i would read his some things on his website and uh and it was very it was well written well spoken per se and uh but it it was it felt like I was just reading an ad on the LA Fitness website or something like that. Gotcha. Gold's gym or one of these. Like it generic very, very generic, just very <clears throat> professional. It didn't sound like I was reading something from an individual who who helped train people. It sounded like I was reading something to why I should why I should join
0: a gym. Gotcha. Right? So so it's not and, bad, it's just more more corporate it's not quite yeah it right was, it for sounded, his it sounded
1: a little corporate it sounded a little generic and I said so I said this sounds good but it's very generic it I, I'm not particularly inspired I feel I, I would trust that you would probably offer a good service but I'm not inspired to do anything right now right and I, so then I said tell me about like what are your customers like and he kind of said similar to what a lot of the, uh, folks out there listening a lot of our customers say um, Oh, you know anybody who wants to to get fit. I said, okay. Well, describe like four or five customers. You know, if you could think four, five, six customers, tell me what they are. Like, tell me what they look like, etc. Right. So he said, oh, okay, maybe it's like a woman in her forties who wants to get back in shape. Uh, And then maybe it's like a a young woman who's been struggling to like really, really get fit. And she's always been kind of fit, but she wants to be you know professional level fit. And then there's maybe a guy um, in his thirties who used to play high school football, et cetera, et cetera. And he named all these different things. And I said uh, that that that's a lot of different stories to tell. It's a lot of different goals. Those people want to hear a lot of different things that are very specific, right? You know, um, being 40 and getting back in shape is a message of I'll get you back in shape and I'm not going to hurt your knees. Right. (laughs) And being 20 and already being in shape and wanting to be professional level is a different message.
0: Yeah. Plus, I mean, it's not just a different message. It's a different product. You're Mm -hmm. not going to put all of those same, all of those people in the same class.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I said, this is new to you. It's a new business for you. And I said, it, yeah it'd be great if you got five clients, and they were all random. I said, but it's going to be a lot of work. everything's going right. to be much different, everything's going to be starting over. so if you're going to attempt to do marketing and do some search engine optimization and some advertising, which I think might be could could be follow ups to this podcast, depending you know how deep this goes right. um, and then you should f- focus on one. I said pick one that's like your ideal like if right. if you were to able to get I said, how many customers do you want? And he said, uh, like 20. He said, 20 is probably good for the business that I do. Any more than that, and I can't give them attention or I gotta quit my full-time job, which maybe I'll do one day, right? Right. And I said, okay, 20. If if all 20 were the perfect, like the ideal person for you, your favorite, who would they be? Who would it be? And then he was able to describe one person. Yeah. And I said, that is your avatar. So
0: and I, I, I love that. Cause that's, that's exactly the process. Like when we talk to you guys yeah. out there, when you start a custom apparel business, you know, whether it's your own brand or whatever, you know, we'll ask, you know, who are you selling to? And the first thing that comes out of people's mouth is normally, well, everybody. Yeah. And if you say everybody is your customer, then nobody's really your customer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because, because of, and, and I think it's different than, um, if, if you ha if if a random person comes up to you and says, Hey, I heard you do custom apparel, can you make polos for me? You'll probably be happy and say yes. Yeah. But there's a difference between um going after and seeking out versus somebody coming to you.
0: Right. So so I like your your um your example because it also clears up we hear comments all the time where you know i i don't know what to say to people i don't know what to say to people when i meet them i don't know what to say to people in emails i don't know what to write on my website other than hey i make awesome t-shirts mm-hmm. you know and that that creating an avatar process that finding your ideal customer kind of answers that question because once once your fitness guy decided on the the 40 year old ex football player well, now you know what every conversation is about. Yeah. You know what that, if you're going to send out an email, if you're going to do a flyer, if you're going to describe your business, it's going to start with, hey, just like you, I'm in my 40s. I played football in high school, and a little bit in college, and I just let myself go. I'm way out of shape trying to get back into it. Why don't you come to my gym? Because everyone here is just like you. You're not going to bump into the 22 um, year old kid that's training for a tennis tournament and making you feel like crap.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. You're, you know, yeah. so so, and for you guys out there, it's really kind of. You know, we we can talk about niche in a second, but it's definitely a solution to what to write.
1: Yes, it's 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 def- and I think writing it can this. The main reason for this is 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 for, I would say, writing and um, look and feel okay. are, yeah. are, are part of it, too. Because um, uh, think about a, uh, just without, and everyone can, anyone can do this exercise, right? Just consider in your head, think about a, some sort of advertising and it's for, um, like, uh, say, fishing, right, is an example we've used a ton of times. Neither of us fish. But we use this as an example. But think of a fishing advertisement, right, for fishing rods, and then think of an advertisement for um, spandex workout leggings for ladies, <laughs> right? Immediately, like without being visualizing anything, you're probably thinking of um, rich, dark, outdoorsy colors on one side, bright, vibrant colors on the other side. You may be thinking script, script fonts on this side. Um and you yep. might be thinking, you know, very block simple font on that side. Right. And then there's yeah. imagery. So that that's um we're talking about products and how they deliver. Well, the same thing when you're speaking to that person um to the yeah. avatar, you you'll write differently and you'll make it look different look different as well.
0: Yeah, I, I I love that the um a lot of our customers in particular demographics or particular niches for Coldesi um, have, have a natural fit and a natural affinity, um, for their business and for their customer, they basically are the avatar. Yeah. You know, so for example, if you're a cheer mom and you start a bullying business because you're spending a million dollars on your kids, cheer uniforms mm-hmm. and, and cheer mom stuff and, and all that, then you're your demographic, you know, um, That you and your friends are who you're selling to, so you would talk to your customers the same way. But if you're just starting a custom t shirt and embroidery business, you might have to make somebody up. And when we say a customer avatar, we're talking about narrowing it down to a person. Yeah. Building a fake person. You know, so in the fitness example, you know, maybe it's Gus, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: went to Erie PA High School. In the, in, the, in the 90s, mm-hmm. played football, went to two years of junior college, uh, played a, a little bit more sports, got a job selling insurance, and now he's married with two kids. He's getting a little fat, and he really wants to uh, re-engage with himself, like on that physical level. So what does he do? He picks up the phone, he goes online, and he's looking for a gym that, because there's a 1,000 of them, that he'll be comfortable at. Mm-hmm. Right, so now every time your guy writes an email or does a brochure or when he creates his website, he's talking specifically to Gus. Yeah, you know it's yeah. it's and and it. and we do that we do that we actually struggle with avatars a little bit at Cold SE um, mm-hmm. because we have such a wide variety of customers um, and there's different ones for different products. But what we've arrived at is kind of um, you know we help people get started in that first phase of growth, we have tons of customers who do other things, but this is the custom apparel startups podcast. Yeah. And our language is typically about, Hey, so you want to get into the t-shirt business or you want to get into the embroidery business. You know, it's not, Hey, we know you're a wholesale embroiderer and we have a 57 head embroidery machine to add productivity to your business. You know, it's, it's you, it's, you know, it's Bob, you want to start Bob's t-shirt shop, you've got a great idea. Um, you uh, you work all day, you're looking to start with a side hustle and then go full time. And you've got just enough money to afford maybe four or 500 bucks to invest in it, as long as you can make it back really fast. Uh, you know, and we'll, we'll build our marketing and our training and everything around that avatar, that person. And that's yeah. kind of what we're talking about. So we always know what to say. Yeah, and it's it's uh, I just kicked the table there, so everyone saw the earthquake.
1: Okay, that happened here. Um, no earthquakes in Florida. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think the reason why you do this, the reason why this is important, is one, it's a really, it's an incredibly fun exercise to do for your business. It's just fun because when you get to, if you sit down and you're um, you're driving with somebody about this idea, what you can really do is you can have some you can have a little bit of play and fun with it, you know? So the person you described, Mark, you know, like what does he think about Millie Vanilli?
0: Oh and, yeah, good one.
1: You know, like, about yeah. like rock, rock music or rap? A little bit of both? Yeah. Okay, so, so he I, like, I can tell dog, you right now, you know? he,
0: <laughs> he says he hates Millie Milli Vanilli, but it's yeah. on his playlist.
1: Okay. Yeah. There you go. So, and and it's fun to have this conversation because you really start to get into this avatar's head because you know you've known somebody like this or you've known yeah. this kind of a type a stereotypical type of person when you're thinking about that, and it's a great exercise to do because it allows you to start to narrow down first. Yeah, and I think you narrow down all the way to that pinnacle of an avatar, and then. And, and then that's where you can expand in your writing. Yeah. Right. Um, Depending on, and, and you have to determine when that is right. So your homepage, you know, if you're talking about um, uh, say youth sports, a lot of our customers are doing things like that. You know that you, that you do have a a pinnacle of an avatar, but then you might, you may spread out that it might be because it's probably moms and dads that are buying from you so then so then you can find a point well when do, when can, when should i speak to both of these folks so now i can say so now are right, you're the parent of um, but it's really important before you i think it's really important before you do that to find the ideal avatar and then ne- and then always resist um, expanding as much as possible the yeah. the it, my 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 thought would be the default should be no change to that avatar, no expansion of that avatar without resistance from you to determine, do I need to make this change? Does it actually make, make sense to make this change for my marketing, for my emails, for my ads, uh, whatever it might be?
0: Yeah. Okay. I like that. And you know, just going the website thing a little bit further is if you do have a, uh, um, a website or a Facebook page that's devoted to you sports and to providing apparel for that, you can still occasionally talk to the parents you can have a separate page or landing page just for the moms, just for the dads, just for the couples, and you can alter your message. So what you want to avoid is, you know, the people that are interested in, you know, I'm going to this page to buy um, football t-shirts for my daughter. You know, I'm Mm. going to this page. This is why I'm there. You don't want to have a conversation about fishing shirts Right? You're because yep. you're you're talking to somebody completely different. It's just it's very strange. If you've had somebody come up and start talking to you like they knew you, they thought you were somebody else, it's really it's jarring and yes. you don't have a good experience. You know, you want you want people to come to your website, come to the cold SE or the digital heat effects website, and you're just getting started. So all the language is about just getting started. Mm-hmm. And then we have other pages for adding equipment and, you know, uh, marketing education. You come over to the podcast, you know, do, do that kind of thing. So you're starting with your ideal avatar and then you're branching out.
1: Yes. And, and I would say that most of the time, like what the trap that you fall into and my friend fell into this too. And we fall in, we, we still fall into this because it's such a common thing is you create, um, a homepage or a website or a Facebook page or whatever it is. And you're trying to write, you don't want to lose money. That's like a fear, yeah. right? Every, a lot of things right. are fear-driven. I, 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 uh, I love all this like, fear-driven philosophy type of stuff, psychiatry, whatever the word is. Um, I don't study right. it, but I, th- I find it a lot interesting when I read it. And so the fear is, is that you're going to create a page that's too too much to that avatar. And then somebody else with money is going to come to that page and then leave it.
0: Right. And not because you're not talking to to them
1: because you're not talking to them. That's That's a good point. So you make it more broad. So when they come, when they come, they feel comfortable. Right. The thing is, is that, um, realistically, uh, business is not so easy that people just start, people are walking around waving cash and then just walking up and ready to give it, you know, like there's a lot of science behind, um, Marketing and how people come to you and how people find you, and if you just create a website, even if it looks really cool and it's written really well and it's very clever, uh, essentially nobody's going to get there, right? Unless you do something specific to get them there. So, what do you, what are you going to do that specific to get them there? Um, what are some things we would do to get them there? Maybe. Well, we I mean, I
0: I, I I like where you're going with this because since you're going to have to do something to get them there. You're doing that to specific people. Yeah. You know, so if you are, if you're in the fishing niche and your customers are fishermen, fisherwomen and their spouses and their kids, then you're going to advertise or promote it in a way that will reach that audience. So your message matches your, your niche market, your target. And then when they come to your website, It matches their expectations when they get
1: there. Yeah, social media ad campaign. That's one way you can affordably spend some money to get people to come to your website. Um, By the way, internet connection is unstable as a warning (laughs) for anybody You did. I I
0: tried to remain very still because you were frozen and I thought I would just go with that. Okay. You know, we'll we'll both just, you know, freeze for a second.
1: Yeah, hopefully this is happening uh, good out in the air in the internet.
0: But um, so, so I... I did want to say, I did want to say, just, just remember, like when you're, if we talk about web copy for just, just a second on your homepage, what I go to a lot is the homepage is filled with what you do. You know, it's filled with who you are and what you do Mm -hmm. and uh, like, Hey, this is me, I'm this, and I do these things really well and buy my stuff. And I was born in Lakeland and my kids go to this and all that is, all that is great. But is that the way you would start a conversation with your avatar? You know, would you, when you meet someone, would you go on for 10 or 15 minutes about yourself? The answer could be yes. But if you know you're talking to somebody with a specific interest, then that's your in. You know, you're going to say, like we often do, says, hey, look, we know that you're looking for a way to make extra money. We know also that you're going to do that after a full-time job you know, and on the weekends. So, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to make sure that you get trained. We're going to make sure that you have support. We're going to make sure that, you know, you have equipment that's easy to, to operate. Um, we're going to help you with marketing so you're not spending your time on research. You know, so so these are the things that we, that we do. We're talking to you on our websites. And you should do the same for your customers. If you've got a website or a Facebook page, go on it and make sure it's not just, hey, look what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure it's, This is a great new item uh, for people that fish and here's why you're going to love it.
1: Yeah. Right. Just like we talk about all the time. Yeah, it's great. That's exactly what we talk about. And here's what, here's uh, the plan and the breakdown from what you said, right? So if I were to, um, I would say that your homepage, as you mentioned, right, your homepage is not where you're sending everybody to all the time in marketing campaigns it's, it's, it's typically not that. And even TV commercials, you'll see they'll, they'll, you know, and, and pay attention on TV. They'll say, go to xyz.com slash. And yeah. they tell you where to go. They don't even want you to go to the homepage. So your homepage is just about your business as a whole. The homepage is where people um, are going to go. If they find your business card or if they, um, uh, or if they are on another page and they click the logo on the top to go to find out what you're all about. Right? So the homepage is what you're all about. It's not talking to any avatars by any means. So um, like you said, Mark, um, the homepage is, um, we're a custom apparel company and we've been doing it for five years and we're whatever, whatever, who we are and here's all the things we do. Right? When you're gonna do an advertising campaign, whether it's paid, like a paid social ad, or if it's a search engine search engine optimization, meaning you write an article that you hope people will find on the internet, Mm-hmm. And then those things are, you're going to write to avatars. And I would say, if you wanted to say, write to, um, to moms and dads for youth apparel, then rather than making one ad for parents, I would say, make one ad for moms because you're kind of, you're usually you're honing this stuff down, right? Cause not all moms are the same, but it, but your avatar is, you're saying like, um, suburban, they have their kids in sports. They go to private school. They, um, you know, and their kids also play music. I don't know, whatever you're talking about, these different things. Right. This, this is now a group of people. So you could, so you could talk to those moms different than you talk to those dads. Maybe you're saying that the moms are um, stay at home moms, right? Yeah. So now the message to the stay at home mom is much different than to the message to the, um, the, the, the father who owns a small business.
0: Right. So now or, you create or vice versa, you know, maybe yeah. it, you know, that the, the message to a single mom of two kids. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Going to be a lot different than to um, a married couple with two kids.
1: Yeah. And that might be, and that's part of the avatar, right? Is you right. say, okay, a lot of my demographic is going to be single moms and single dads, yep. you know, um, with multiple kids. And then you're going to talk to them about what you do and why your business is going to be good for them. So um, when you're talking about ad campaigns, and we've just used a few examples, but this could be a million different things, you break break it down. You can do an ad campaign just for that. So you do just for the single mom. And then you write, when they click on a link, it's a little article or a landing page just for that single mom. And then the product you're going to sell and talk about is going to be specific towards her and then if you've got um, married couples you know with a stay at home mom that's a different message and then it, and then that married couple again you might have a message for mom and a message for dad that are a little different and these can all be separate campaigns if your budget is $500 and those are all different avatars you could sell to then those could be 100 start off as $100 a piece five ads yeah not one ad attempting to talk to all of them and it's more yeah. work um, but it will actually allow you to sell better.
0: And it, even if it's not, even if it's not ads, you know, even if, it, if you work some of that language into individual pages, you can even pick mm-hmm. your products that you're going to push based on that.
1: Yes, you know, absolutely. Maybe,
0: maybe for, for the mom with two kids, you've got a, um, you know, you've got a carry all pack that you can put uniforms and sneakers in and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff that you can put in your car in the morning and pre-pack it and then just toss it at your kids on the way out to soccer practice. Yeah. You know, that's so a, that's That's great
1: team. too. Cause an add on product you're talking about too. That's part of a package deal you're selling them. That's maybe particularly important for them because being organized in the morning makes their day yeah. a whole lot easier.
0: Yeah. And that yeah. might be something that, that another, uh, you know, that the, uh, that the fishing guy is not going to appreciate. Yeah. It's not going to make any sense at all. Right. Yes. So, so, you can ignore all the specific examples that we're giving, really. You know, what you, what you want to do is develop this, this person as much as possible. Big companies even have names. You know, even mm-hmm. if they have more than one avatar, they, they give the person a, a name. You know, so if I'm going to send an email to Karen, yeah. email to Karen is going to be, Hey, Karen, how's it going? Um, saw you at soccer practice the other day. Noticed your top. It was really cute. Yeah. I've got a couple of other items that look just like that, that you might like, you know, yeah. if you start there, then you're going to have an email that seems like you're talking right to, right to your customer.
1: Uh, you, uh, you should, then you get to say things like, well, um, like what would Letitia think about this? Absolutely. Right. You know, and then, and, and you get to say that to yourself or to your business partner or whoever it is, because that that's the name that you've given. And what you're saying when you say when you keep it simple like this, like well, what would Leticia think about this? Then what you're saying is, um, in much less words, let's reread this marketing and think about our niche market and our adver- and and our uh, and our avatars, yeah, and see if this message makes it would inspire them to want to make do do whatever we're wanting them to do: sign up for email, um, buy something online, give us a call whatever.
0: And it's, it's exactly the same question that we suggested that you ask in the making big decisions podcast, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right? We said, you know, you're going to make this big decision, whether or not it's to go all online or all local business or move in or out of a brick and mortar store, you know, is what would your customers think? What are your customers going to say about that? What's the impact going to be on them? If you've got your customer avatar um, nailed down, what are, what's Karen going to think? Yeah. You know, what's Bob going to think, how's she going to react? Is that going to fit better in her lifestyle or not? You know, and, and the decisions kind of start making yourself making themselves for you as soon as you have this, this ideal customer, this avatar thing nailed down.
1: Yeah. And what's great about this, when I had the conversation with my friend who's, um, you know, uh, doing this fitness instruction thing, I said, um, you know, this is part-time for you now. And this message goes the same for somebody who is just getting started in the apparel, uh, customer apparel business where it's part-time for them. It's part-time for you now. Okay. So first and foremost, we, you got to go back to all our podcasts where we talk about numbers and knowing your numbers and how much money you're going to make. Yep. So how much, how many hours can you put in? How much money would you like to make? How many customers does that seem to be a month, a week, whatever it might be. And, and that's where my uh, friend, he had said 20 is probably the number. So, okay, perfect. Um, so out of there's 8 billion people in the world and 350 million of them live in the U S and you know, a hundred at 200 and whatever, I can't do math right now on that 175,000 <laughs> um, of them are male and um, you know, 175 million of them are male. And I said, and I kept bringing down the math and we we're jokingly yep. like bringing down the math and we're actually sitting here on our phones. Like how many guys are 40? you know, and we're looking this up. Okay. Now. And then I said, okay. so we kept going down the avatar and I said, okay. I said, now I said, there's a million people left. You need 20 out of that million to give you a hundred dollars. Yeah. So I said, that's, that's like, go for that. It's still a ton. It's it's still a ton of people. So, When you're concerned, I know
0: because I know a lot of people that are thinking about this. Is is you mentioned that fear of not selling to somebody? Yeah, you know, or missing something. When you look at the opportunity the way you just broke it down, you can see that you're not going to miss anything.
1: Yeah, in fact, when you hone down on this, and you're like, dang, there's a million people, you know, that out there that fit into this category then um, you know, you're, that's a, you're looking for a drop in the bucket when you're talking about trying to find 20. Yeah. And then you just hone in on that. So now, and I, and I told them, I said, just you go for this. And it doesn't mean that you'll be able to sell to this person, by the way. It doesn't automatically mean you'll ever be able to sell to a single one of those million people, right? right? Um, but it's part of the exercise that you make to, because you probably will. I mean, statistically, if you've done all this work, you're going to know how to speak with them and you're going to know what they're willing to pay for a product and what they're willing to buy
0: and how to reach them. So Um, so that's so, so I've got kind of two things related to that is mm -hmm. the other nice thing about um, having a well-defined customer avatar is that it, it helps you narrow down your pricing as well. Yeah. So in other words, that 40 year old guy with two kids, you know, is he, Going to be like, is he successful? What kind of a neighborhood does he live in? What kind of extra cash does he have? You know, you're going to maybe for your friend, it's people in their 40s that um, work nine to five and they make over sixty-five, seventy thousand mm-hmm. dollars, or maybe it's hundred thousand dollars. You know, so so you can start to look at your pricing and see, okay, what kind of what kind of stuff does this does this guy do? If you're selling custom apparel, it's what do cheer moms usually spend, you know, um, Mm -hmm. when they pull up in their white Lexus, you know, and they reach into the back for the bag full of cheer gear and they put on their cheer um, jacket, you know, how much money did they spend and what does that mean for your pricing? So that's a, that's a really smart approach to market pricing. That's
1: exactly it. And, 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 and I pulled something up so I can read it here in a minute, but Um, That's exactly it when you're talking about the pricing on that because um, selling to to somebody without a lot of disposable income means that the purchase has to be really smart and of a really good value for them Mm -hmm. versus selling to somebody with a lot of disposable income. uh, The price almost doesn't matter, but there has to be a level of prestige behind it that it's worth them owning. Even though they could afford anything, they're not just going to go into um, the discount store and buy everything in the store because they can afford everything. Right right. Um, where, uh, they're going to buy things that have a level of prestige behind it. Maybe where the person who was a really smart shopper, um, and they're looking to buy custom apparel for some reason, they want it to be a really good value. Okay. This is going to be a shirt. It's going to last a long time. It's yeah. going I'm, to, I'm, it's not, it's not going to break the bank. I can afford it now, but I'm not going to have to replace it next week. They're trying to make a decision so they can afford to continue it on. Um, I, I found, and that made me think about my friend because, um, he said, I, so he, he wrote um, up his avatar and, and part of it was the pricing was in mind because we started before this with that whole exercise of 20 people. This is how much money I want to make. Mm-hmm. So he said, okay, well now I know because of what I want to charge, this is part of creating my avatar. Like it. So he said, I'm thinking of guys 25 to 45. They've got some money. They've worked out in the past. They know a little bit about weights and a little bit about nutrition, but they've never done anything consistent. They've never hired a coach um, and they never really put that much time into figuring it out. Um, he, this guy should be somebody who gets obsessed with stuff and dives in. They need to be self-motivated, self-motiv- um, most likely married or recently single. Um, their love life is, is okay. And they think part of the reason is because of their, their health, their uh, physical health. They don't necessarily have bad self-esteem, but they want, but they, but it's deep in there, and they want it to be better. Um, They all they need is a little bit of direction to be able to go a long way, and they're going to ask a lot of questions because they want to know why things, why I'm asking them to do things. They've got some sports background, but they might have a dad bod. Um, so that's it, and that's kind of who we talk to. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. And, That's and awesome. it's because he knows that this person um, has to be able to afford the couple hundred dollars a month he's going to charge. Yep. Right. So they have to be successful. They have to have some money. They probably are not 16, you know? Um, and he also knows that he's, he's, he's doing online coaching. So he's not going to be at going to the gym with them. So they right. need to be self motivated to a degree to be able to be successful with this program. Cause he's going to tell them then they have to do it to do it. Yeah. So he's thinking longevity of his customers too. So, um, and this, this is not somebody who has any marketing experience or anything like that. He just took this conversation that we had yeah. and he went into it. So I think he wrote that the story was, of his
0: customers, that's great. Yeah. He wrote the story
1: of his customer. And when you start thinking about that, that kind of basic idea of person, um, there's a ton of those people out there, right? There is,
0: you know, know, I, I was, I was thinking that, um, I know that your guy is just getting started, Mm -hmm. you know, but we, we've got a lot of customers that have, or a lot of listeners that have been in the business for a while. You know, we've been at the podcast for five years now or something
1: something something ridiculous.
0: So if you've been with with us for a while, then you have probably got a list of customers. You don't, you don't have to start from scratch, um, to figure out your customer avatar. Um, but I would not just take whatever you can think of. Like, don't assume this is your customer avatar if, you've, if you're already in business. What I'd like you to do um, is what we do and periodically we'll go through and we'll identify the last month's customers and we'll interview our salespeople about who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, so, oh, um, Jennifer, she's, um, she's 35. She's got two kids. Her husband works at a car dealership. Um, this is X, Y, Z. Okay. They bought this product. Why did they buy it? How much did they spend? What was their main concern? And if you do that, if you go through all of the people that you've sold t-shirts to in the past six months, then, and you look at the demographics, then that will build your ideal customer. Mm -hmm. And you may pick, and you may pick one of those people to be your ideal customer. And then you're just literally talking to Steve has been your customer for five years. He comes in five times a year to spend $800 on custom apparel for something. And um, this is him. He's divorced. He drives a used Buick. Um, he keeps, he's got five bumper stickers on his, on his back for a political party. You know, so, so you can go through the whole thing. And now, you know, Steve's your guy. So when you're doing web stuff or you're talking to your customers or you're looking for new products... You know, you've got, you've got Steve in the back of your head.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had talked about something a while back that reminds me of that, where you had said about um, growing your business next year Yeah, and you had said about doing that exercise, but then also finding like your favorite or the, the most profitable customer mm-hmm. and your most, your most favorite one to work with. Like what if every customer, could every customer be this one? That's great. And then, and you use that to be an avatar as well. So you say if yeah. this was my favorite customer to work with, why? Like they're organized. They um, they work for a small business, and they're particularly organized. They order things in advance. They yeah. they're not too much price sticklers, but they want it to be fair and they're loyal. You know that's a really good customer to go after. And then you say, okay, well they um, they worked for a, a plumbing company that has sixty employees. Well, there we go. You know, like we're, we're getting into something now and then you can search for more like that. Um, I got a Facebook ad the other, the other day, no Instagram ad the other day that was for, um, uh, are you a contractor that can't keep track of the work you do? And it was a plumbing contractor. I'm sorry. I don't know how I got in this. I think it's probably the, the company is probably fishing a bit until they find it. Cause that's sometimes what you have to do in ads. You know, you got to start guessing and then eventually the, the, the Instagram and Facebook will figure it out for you. But that's, I was like, that's a niche right there. Yeah. Like people who have a problem with the software they're already using to manage their plumbing contracting business. Like you're not just talking to plumbers anymore, you know? And then I looked on their website and I started poking around and looking and trying to find stuff. And they had very similar web uh, pages within their site that targeted um, different niches of that. So they had another one that was just for electricians. There you go. Right? So I was like, that's what they did, is that they they said they want to find people who are contractors who use software in their phone to manage their ads, uh, to manage their their jobs. Uh, But they decided to not just do contractors, but probably split the ads up and they had plumbers, electricians. I'm willing to bet there was others that I couldn't find. Right. And that's kind of what we talked about the avatars before too, where you talk, where you have the message for the husband and the wife or, or something like that. I love that. That's great. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool stuff you could do with it. And I think that's the fun in it is that you get to play with it later on. Yeah. But these are the exercises you start with and you start finding those customers and you grow from it, grow from them just like with the niches.
0: Yeah. And again, this is the, this is the, the answer to the question, I, I don't know what to do, I don't know who to market to, I don't know who to sell to, I don't know what to put in my ad. I, I want to do emails because I've listened to the podcast and we keep pounding on that, but I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. You know once you, once you have your customer avatar worked out, then you, you know what to say. Yeah, because you know who you're talking to.
1: Yeah, and, and that what with the example I gave before, and I said, "Now, now how would you write um, an ad to that guy that you just named? Yeah. And they said, you know, he's like, I would say, bro, get off your butt. Start doing something. Like, what are you like? What are you talking about? Like, you're able to be successful in your job and you're able to make money and you've got, you own a nice house and stuff like that. But you can't get yourself to go to the gym and lose that weight that you've been trying to lose for five years. Like, come on, get going. And I said, there you go. Now, you know, exactly the conversation to have. I said, write that down.
0: That, that, that's, I could just see the Facebook ad now because um you were also further defining it someone that would click an ad that calls them bro yeah (laughs) like that is a that is a particular guy right there that's a particular guy oh i am a bro yeah bro Click on this.
1: (laughs) that's great so um um but uh, all right that's great i think we've kind of we've nailed this down and um you know uh the homework i think on this one simple is you should write down your avatar or multiple of them if you know you already have multiple, depending on your business. If you have no yeah. clue, start with one.
0: Yeah.
1: So and write it down. Look at all the stuff you've written. Look at your, I'd say, let's just look at everything. Look at your business card. Does it make sense to that avatar? Look at your web pages on your website. Look at your Facebook page. Look at your Instagram page. Does it make sense to that person? Um, if it doesn't, then you should consider um, switching things up a little bit, especially if you're looking at your business and saying it's not growing as much as I'd like it to, or, um, or I'm stuck or I'm not growing at all. Yeah. Or I've got eight customers finally, you know, and you're trying to figure out how do I get to 80, you know, 800, then this is going to be one of those things that'll help you do that.
0: Yep. And I think if this, this podcast if this episode has inspired you or interested in you at all, you should probably take a look at um, or take a listen to episodes 101 and 102, um, which is basically all about um, your niche markets, who to talk to and uh, marketing to the people that you find who to talk to.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Great then. Well, right, I think so that's you a wrap. listening, everybody. Oh, you there?
0: Yeah. We're Thanks for listening, goodbye. everybody. This has been Mark <laughs> Stevenson uh, from Coldesi. And Mark Vila. Yeah, you guys have a great business.